Hello, this is One More Dig Metal Detecting Stories with Dave Spannenberg. Today I think I'll talk about the Nocta Macro Simplex. Um, it's a machine that's taken the world by storm over the last year plus. And I'll explain some things and maybe uh, give you an idea why. Um, I'm not getting paid by Nocta Macro to do this. I just feel that this is a great machine to showcase, um, spend some time talking about. And last week, uh, those of you who listened, I did the same thing on the XP Deus, um, which I also own. But I feel like the Simplex um, is a special machine in and of itself. And maybe the deal of the century for metal detectors um, at $254, it more than performs like a mid-level machine and maybe even higher. And that price is the same or lower than most entry-level metal detectors. So I'm just so impressed. Um, it's I have a dais and it's actually um, a machine that I fill in many times. Um, it's fully waterproof and it's the only machine I own that's fully waterproof. So when we have uh, washouts from rain, um, I use the, the Simplex when I go water hunting, I always use the Simplex. Um, it's just a, a great value for a few more bucks. You can get the wireless headphones included. The machine is not completely wireless. It's wired from the, from the coil up to the detector. But that's, that's the only wire that's required. And if you keep it nice and tight to the shaft, then, um, it's, it's not in the way at all. And then with the wireless headphones, um, it's very, very user-friendly and very comfortable. It's got a nice ergonomic grip. Um, it's got a very large, generous area with the data that's all digital, um, backlit. It has five different settings, five different modes. Um, all kinds of other features. So I'm just going to spend some time talking about this today and hopefully help someone towards making a decision if if they're looking for a new detector. Um, anybody who has asked me who's interested in getting in the hobby what I think they should get, I point to this immediately. And I actually bought a second one to loan to folks and um, bring them out and so they can see. Because metal detecting, getting into it, it, there's a lot of uncertainty and, and you know, so, sometimes you just don't know where to start, what kind of equipment. Um, obviously the Facebook groups are, are great and everyone has a lot of opinions and is always willing to help and share their experience and knowledge. Um, but nothing, nothing helps more than actually going with someone and having them sort of tutor you, so to speak. So 
Yeah, sometimes I had I have one friend who wanted me to take them out, and so I loaned them a metal detector, and in exchange, I taught him on his yard, and he has a house that was built in the late 1800s, and so it was a good opportunity for me to hunt a property and teach someone, and in the end, I recommended to them to purchase a simplex if they were going to purchase a metal detector, and I honestly can't report back on that because I have no idea um, no idea if they purchased something or what it was, but it's just, it's just more than a beginner's detector. Um, like I said, it has five modes. These modes are field, park one, park two, beach, and all metal. And so I'll explain each of them individually here, um, simplified. Field is just as it sounds. It's if you are going into a big, into a farm field, um, plowed or not plowed, wide open, um, has good depth, and is designed to work optimally in that setting. Uh, park one is has a slower recovery. There's park one and park two. Park one has a slower recovery, and will hear targets deeper than part two. And this is best used in an area where you don't think there is a lot of targets, a lot of items that would interfere um, in close proximity to other items. Um, the slower recovery time allows for it to detect deeper on one singular item. Park 2 has a faster recovery, and with that, it loses depth, but it's able to, let's say there's two items within six inches of each other. One of them's good, one of them's bad. You have the setting, you know, um, where you would hear both items. Um, it will segregate those items individually, and then you could determine... Is one of them good? Is one of them bad? Are they both bad? Um, you could be able, you would be able to hear them individually and see them read on the, on the screen individually, but it loses depth um, with its ability to do that. Um, let's see. Water is pretty self-explanatory. The simplex performs exceptional in. Freshwater, freshwater beaches, I've used it on both of those. I have never used it on saltwater or a saltwater beach, but I'm told that it does a, a very good job in those conditions. Um, it's not made specifically for detecting in the ocean, but I've seen enough testimonials that folks are using it for that purpose around the world. Um, and then final is all metal, and that's exactly what it says. Anything that's metal that you go over, you'll hear a beep. Um, some people use it to find farm artifacts or if they just want to dig anything because there's potentially... Uh, 
good items mixed in with bad items. There are some iron targets that we may want to be looking for. And you may be in a, at a farm and want to date the property as to when it's farming began or, or whatever. And so different types of iron artifacts can tell different um, dates where the land was used based on even something like an Akshu um, developed and changed over the years, and it could be 1700 or it could be 1800. Um, I don't, I purposely try not to dig iron, so I never use this mode. Um, and also another thing for, for freshwater, I use um, Park One. I just use the the same setting I would on land because it's it doesn't change things a lot in fresh water. Um, now salt water, I would use the water mode, and I do have plans to use this machine in the ocean this summer. So maybe I'll get back in a future podcast and let you know what I found. Um, so that's five modes and. It has sensitivity settings and you can manually ground balance or you can just set the ground balance um, in the usual fashion, pumping the machine as you would with other detectors. Um, it's just a nifty little machine. It's got a, it's actually got an exterior flashlight. So if you are out at night, um, you could turn the flashlight on and it, it lights up the loop or the coil and a, a little bit ahead of it uh, has pinpointing and all these different functions and different settings are things that you would see on a much more expensive metal detector. And I'm not sure how they put it at this price point, but I can tell you from Facebook forums, um, groups that I participate in over the around the world, there are a lot of people that have bought this metal detector and that find a lot of really nice stuff. And a lot of them would say they would use it over um, some of the more expensive, more widely respected um, detectors that, that are out there. So that's all the modes. I can tell you when I'm in park one, it's got a slower recovery, um, but this machine goes deep. I have found pewter buttons 10 to 11 inches deep with this metal detector, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, and I, I have a dais, and I would say depth. I generally use Program 2 on the dais. The depth is very similar, and uh, it's exceptional. Um, I can't, I can't say enough how great I think this is for a beginner to get a deal like this. Cause this is, you don't have to buy a, you know, a beginner quote unquote machine. And then in a year spend another few hundred dollars to get a middle, you know, a mid tier, um, you can spend what you would spend on the simplex and this would last you progressions, one, two, three progressions in your metal detecting uh, 
growth, I guess. I'm not sure what the right word would be for that, but your metal detecting progression. Um, I talked about the wireless headphones. There is a wireless pinpointer um, that pairs with the headphones. I think I mentioned that. And the pinpointer, it's called the Pulse Dive. That's also made by Noctomacro. You can buy this attachment that it plugs in and it's a waterproof underwater metal detector. This cool little handheld um, that folks use when they're uh, when they're diving, or you could even be out in shallow water with a with a snorkel and use it. And it's it's really cool. Um, they also sell headphones that are wired, and that and they are completely waterproof. And so you could be you could literally use the Simplex underwater scuba diving with with those headphones um i don't scuba dive so i don't know how you know if if someone would bring a machine a full-size machine underwater um i i think i've seen it before on on uh, on shows one of the best features or one of the best add-ons that you can buy for this machine is um, well, I should back up. It comes with an 11-inch double D coil, which is, you know, it's good for out and out in fields. You get a lot of coverage. Um, they came out not too long ago, um, maybe summer, with a double D eight and a half inch and a nine-inch elliptical, and which is also a double D and. I tested these um, extensively, um, and I was very excited because you know an eleven inch is is a little bit heavy. So I found that the nine inch elliptical just enhances the simplex so much. Um, it not only goes extremely deep, but it's great for in the woods. It's very um, Streamlined so it gets between rocks and trees and brush and all that kind of stuff. I do a lot of hunting in, in fields in uh, in New Hampshire and a lot of them um, they don't plant they just they just hay and so I can get out into the hay when it's seven eight inches deep and maneuver this elliptical loop around very nicely. Um, I wasn't against, I didn't dislike the eight and a half round, but it wasn't as light and it wasn't as maneuverable. And so now when I hunt with this machine, no matter where I hunt or what I'm hunting for, I always have the elliptical on it just for, I just like it. And it's, it seems to be just as deep. I know that between this loop or coil, um, and the 11 inch coil, you know, I, when I swing side to side, I lose a couple inches on each swing of coverage. And I, I understand that. And I've, I've made my amends with that, but the elliptical is just so much lighter and it's deeper. And, um, I do hunt the woods a lot and I, I'm just a, a big big fan of its maneuverability. 
Um, I think that's all my gear. Um, the last thing is it, it does come with a manual, a pretty, uh, pretty good manual that gives you the basics, pretty much what I just told you. Um, and that it, it would suffice to look, read that and go right out and, uh, and, and play around with it. But there's also a book out, um, out there now, a simplex handbook. Um, and it was written by Andy Sabish, who's also written manuals, handbooks for Deus, Fisher, um, I think a couple of others. And it's a great look. It's basically everything in the manual, but with with photos and, and like diagrams and um, stories and pictures of finds from simplex owners. It's really a nice little manual and I, I read it cover to cover. Um, I actually, in the mid 1990s, um, have a credit in his book that he wrote about the Fisher ZZ6. Um, and so when this came out, I sent him a message and just said, hey, these are my ideas about this machine. This is a great machine. Um, and he, he put a little bit of, of my input into the, into the book, which is really kind of cool. I don't make any money off it or anything, but it's still, uh, still neat to, to see that in there. You can probably tell that I'm passionate about this metal detector. Um, I use it a fair amount. It's not my, it's not my number one machine. But I'll tell you what, it's a 1A. When it's raining, when I'm water hunting, and sometimes when I just feel like taking the simplex, I'm never let down. Um, I have found so many good things with this machine in a short amount of time. And, and they're deep lots of times, and it's all different metals and coins on their side. And so... This sounded like a simplex commercial, I guess, but I just wanted to uh, inform all the newbies or those who want to get into the hobby that this would be a good machine to consider. And uh, once again, thanks for your time. I had fun. I appreciate you listening to me. This has been One More Dig Metal Detecting Stories, and I'm Dave Sponenberg.